0: Hey everybody and welcome back to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. Again, we're so happy that you decided to join us. Thanks for checking out the stream every week, the podcast every week taking in what we put on our Facebook and YouTube streams, as well as exclusive content that we put up here. If you're someone who's not connected to our family yet, we would love to get to know you, start a conversation. So please reach out through one of our social media platforms. You can email us at mosaiccampuschurch@gmail.com at gmail.com as well, and we would love to start that conversation with you. Today's talk is one that's a part of our stream for our Mosaic at Home Um, That happens on Facebook and YouTube. Please check that out on Sunday nights at 7 if you haven't already. But today's talk is continuing our Psalms of Summer series. This is the second last talk that we'll have in this series for the summer, which is really hard to believe. But we're looking at Psalm 13, and it's another psalm written by David in his moment of exile. And it shows just the rollercoaster ride of emotions that he goes through of wondering where God is because he feels distant but also recognizing the promises that he does have God have in God, knowing of his unfailing love and that God is for him. And we just ask the question in our prayers, are we focusing more on getting explanations that we want or focusing on the promises that we already have? And so we hope you enjoy this conversation today, and we'll see you soon. Hey everybody and welcome back to Mosaic at Home. Hope you're enjoying your summer. There's just a little bit of summer left, so please just take in every good day that you can. Soon enough you'll be back doing schoolwork or for some of you looking for jobs, that kind of thing. So enjoy this time while you can. Uh, We are continuing our Psalms of Summer series. We only have two weeks left. We have this week. And next week, August 30th, we'll conclude this series. And then we're going to take a week off just to prepare for the fall. We have some awesome uh, orientation week events that we're planning for, some that will happen virtually, some in person. So we want to just make sure that we have lots of time to put into that and to put into the fall as well. So make sure you join us this week or next week as we conclude this and keep going through the books of Psalms. So this week we're looking at Psalm 13. Uh, Again, this is another psalm written by David. Uh, Like the others, it's just so relatable in the specific experience that he's going through in his relationship with God. So hopefully there's something that you can kind of take from it and apply to your journey with Jesus. um, Or maybe just learn more about uh, what it means to be in a relationship with God as well. So if you have a Bible or Bible app, you can turn to Psalm 13 with me. We're going to read the whole chapter. Um, if you're listening on our podcast, we'll read it out so that you can take it in that way as well. But it says this, this is David speaking to God. He says, O Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O Lord, my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Don't let my enemies gloat saying we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. David's writing this um, um, from the specific circumstance where he's almost like he's exiled <laughs> from Jerusalem. David, as we've talked about many times before, some of you are are able to recite what I'm about to say, Uh, as a young kid was told that he would become king over all of Israel. And at this point, there is a current king called Saul, who David had quite a really good relationship with. Uh, David was a bit of a servant in the kingdom um, and developed this really strong relationship with Saul. But David became a really good conqueror in battles. And many people praised David because he defeated tens of thousands of men. Um, But Saul's um, battles, he would win as well. But people would say, oh, Saul defeated thousands of men. And Saul grew jealous of David to the point where he wanted David to be killed. So David flees for his life. And David's writing from this point where he's fled and he's almost in exile. And we can read about this in the book of 2 Samuel. But he's in a bit of a moment of distress and he's talking to God about that, and it's a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, because we see him be very brave towards God in his conversation, saying, turn and answer me, oh Lord, my God, it seems very, I don't know, like very direct, and not a way that you should t- talk to God out of respect, and those kinds of things, and it's a bit of a roller coaster of him being very stressed, asking God to intervene and everything is going through. And then all of a sudden he says, oh, but like I prayed you, I turned to your unfailing love because you have rescued me. He is good to me. So it's this roller coaster of David being up here stressed right out. And then all of a sudden he falls back down realizing, oh, God got me in this moment. And I think we can all resonate with that. For those who are in a journey with God, we come across very different circumstances where one moment we're like, God, what are you doing? You <laughs> know, are you even watching over me here? Are you like, are you going to intervene? Like, what's happening? How could you allow this to happen to me? And we're looking for answers, desperate in a certain situation. But then all of a sudden, whether we get answers or the situation doesn't seem as um, as bad as it was. We end up saying, you know, God, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for all you've done for me. And we go on this roller coaster in our journey with God. And sometimes I wonder if God's up there like Steve, like relax, right? Like, But we we have these experiences just like David is having here. The cool thing about David in this prayer is we see him so evidently turn from seeing his circumstances through fear into faith. He starts to see his circumstances through fear and then ends off seeing them through faith. And I'll show you how that is. The first four verses, he's like he's in a panic. You know, he has someone, a king who's after him, wants his life, you know, and there's an army behind that ready to take him. But then there's this weird like feeling of, I know God has anointed me to become king. So how can this be that the current king wants me dead? And so there's a mixed emotions and that comes with a lot of fear, and him lashing out at God with that fear, saying, How long will you forget me, God? Is it going to be forever? Like, what's happening here? How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy Saul have the upper hand? God, answer me, will you? All of these sayings, you can sense the fear in David, and then the fear of what people will say. He says, "Don't let my enemies gloat, saying we have defeated him." You know, God, I'm right here. I'm alive and well. They haven't defeated me yet. But where are you? Make sure that they know—they know that I'm alive, and that I can still win this thing. All of this is out of fear, and we—we we can definitely resonate with that. When we come with hard situations, we respond to God out of fear, saying. What are you going to do about this? But then the lens of his circumstance changes from fear to looking at it through faith. Almost instantly. He says, but I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. He immediately switches. And I don't know if there was a period of time between verse 4 and 5 where david's situation you know the gravity of it changed and turned out to be for his good and he he was alive and well after i don't know that for sure but it's almost as instantly in david's prayer he says you know what yes this is fearful yes god feels distant to me i don't know if he has this under control but you know what i'm just gonna trust in his unfailing love i you know, I'm, I'm going to rejoice because he has rescued me from so many things in the past. And I will sing to him because above all else, he is good and he's good to me. And so he begins to see his whole circumstance through God and exactly who God is and that foundation. Yes, he may seem distant. He may seem far away. It may seem like God has lost control of his situation. But he knows without a shadow of a doubt that God has an unfailing love for him and that he is going to rejoice for what God has done for him. And there's something I really want to point out here that I think is so beneficial for us in our journeys, and especially when it comes to times where we go to God with needs that we have and experiences that we're going through that may seem to be tough, that are fearful, is that in our prayers, just as much... As we focus on the explanations that we want, we should focus on the promises that we have. We should just as much as we focus on the explanations that we want, we should focus on the promises that we have. This is what I'll explain. David in his situation, he didn't know what the answers were, he didn't know the outcome, and he went to God and said, God, you know. How long are you going to forget me forever? Like, what are you going to do here? How long must I struggle in this situation? He was looking for an explanation as to how it is that he was going to be anointed. He was anointed king, would become king one day, yet the current king wanted him dead. How does that happen? And for a period here, he focuses on how he wants explanations for all his questions. But then he focuses on the promises that he has and always will have. God's unfailing love. That God rescued him and that God is good to him. Three promises that he, will, he has in that moment that he's in and will continue to have for the rest of his life. And so I'm not saying that we shouldn't go to God saying, God, you know, what are you going to do here? Are you even listening? I think that's important. David did it himself. But just as much as we go to God looking for explanations that we want, it's so important to go to God with the promises that we have, rejoicing and praising Him for His good, for His unfailing love, and that He's rescued us. And for me and Rebecca personally, this is something that we've walked through even recently in our lives where we've got some gone through some really tough situations this year. And I know we all have with COVID and stuff like that, but we've gone through some really tough personal um, situations that we ha- were left many moments saying, God, why us? You know, God, why are you doing this to us? Like, are you going to show up here or not? Are you there? Can you even hear us? And we were wanting explanations as to why the situations we were going through were happening. But then every now and then, mostly because Rebecca is the smarter one, she would bring up that, you know what, Steve? God is good. He is faithful, and he's been faithful so many times in our lives. And yes, we want answers, but just as much as we want answers, we need to focus on what we do know. And that's how good God is and how much he loves us. And so that's my encouragement for you that no matter what you're going through, maybe you, there's a lot of unknowns about your future. Maybe you're going through a certain situation right now that you just really want answers in. Just as much as you go to God with those answers or those questions that you want explanations, go to God knowing the promises that you do have. Because they're fact. They're a foundation that you can ask those questions on. Recognizing that He's good, that He's faithful. And that he's brought you through so much. So I hope that there's something in here that's encouraging for you. Um, with this, if you need um, some prayer partners, some people to surround you in whatever situation you're going in, please let us know. We would love to pray with you as a family, at the journey with you, and whatever experience that you're going through. So please reach out through one of our social media platforms. You can email us at mosaiccampuschurch@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And we would love to be there for you in whatever it is that you're going through and experiencing in these moments. But in your prayer journey with God this week especially, focus on the promises that you do have and not just the explanations that you do want. Have an awesome week, everybody. We are always here if you need us. We love you. We'll see you soon.